episode 5 of Lifting the Veil podcast. I'm your host Colin Carter and today I'm going to be looking ahead at the Six Nations preview. Uh, this is going to be a betting preview so gamblers tune in. Uh, I'm going to pick out four bets I like for the weekend and hopefully we can make it a good one. Um, so this, this is just going to be a brief podcast. This is um, the first uh, self podcast so um drawing inspiration from Colin Coward with the herd here. So let's see what my picks can do. Um if you're stupid enough to follow them, we're, we're gonna go um four picks for the weekend and just discuss the games coming up um this weekend as there is a ridiculous winner will be on. Um on Friday we have the twenties and then obviously on Saturday, Sunday we have the um Six Nations, we've Super Rugby and we also have Pro 14 and the Premiership so it is probably one of the biggest rugby weekends of the year in terms of volume so why not have a look at some of the spreads and see which one see which one we think are undervalued and um, oftentimes I think it's always worth having a look during these Six Nation weekends because I think a lot of the second string and academy players are often underrated by the bookies. They see the international players leaving, um, leaving the domestic squads to go play, and they don't realise how good these young prospects are coming through, and underestimate them, um, in terms of the side that is fielded, and basically it results in value for the customer. If you are a gambler, um, so funnily enough, it's definitely not the centerpiece of attention this weekend but i have munster are playing against the ospreys and the spread is minus seven i think uh, it is massively undervalued i think the monster team monster have good depth in their uh, in their squad at the moment and ospreys been very poor they lost eight nil at home last week against an improving yet still average ulster side and it could have been more, to be honest. They didn't even score a point. And I watched the whole game myself, and they didn't even look like they were in a score. They are very flat, and there is a noticeable lack of quality in their squad. Uh, just looking at the Munster team here, how I just choosing them for this is uh, I just really like their really like their pack. I think it's powerful. Witchley, Cleote, and uh, and Botha. Along with John Klein, Reese Marshall, Archer, I just think it's a powerful pack, and uh, they're gonna take them to the cleaners up front. Um, then backline, uh, it is a bit of a second string backline, but um, I think the they'll be way too good for Ospreys on the day, and all quality that Ospreys do have in their squad will be heading for the Welsh game. Um, so any internationals and players they do kind of over rely on, um are going to be playing in the Welsh game. Um, so that accompanied with uh, a bit of quality on the bench as well for, for Munster. Albie Matthewson, uh signed until the end of the season there, extended, um, brings on a good tempo, really, really rate him, along with Scannell, um, Roy Scannell, um, who will be very good uh, at this level, having having him and uh, Albie coming off the bench. And then noticeably Jack, Jack O'Donoghue, who uh, had that nasty leg break uh, in the RDS seven or eight months ago um, is back for his first game so it's good to see him back after uh, what was a graphic injury if I remember correctly so uh, yeah 
first game of uh, my picks are Munster minus seven. Uh, I think they're undervalued, and I think they're going to win by 15 points. Give them a punt, and let's see how they go. Second game is Connacht are travelling to to Glasgow at the weekend. Um, uh, once again, I do like um, Glasgow's depth. Um, I think they're very underrated. They have a few players coming back from injury, um, one of them being... Matt Fagerson, uh, he's the younger brother of Xander. He played last week. He was also injured. Xander's been called up um, to, to the Scottish team. Uh, he's been kind of injury-plagued himself. Uh, both the brothers have been injured, but uh, Matt's only 20, 21. He's on the bench. Uh, and I, I just back uh, Glasgow down to, down to the ground on that um, all-weather pitch. They had a good win last week uh, down in the Orange Park, which is not an easy place to go by any stretch of the imagination. And... Even with Connacht, uh, Connacht have Marmion back, and they've, they've, they're just it's just a second string Connacht team, and I just think with the likes of Matawali, I know, he's um he can be a bit hot, he can blow hot and cold, um, but like when he's on, he's very good, uh, and then another player I think is massively underrated is, the Glasgow prop Ollie Kebble. he has great hands for a prop, and he's also. A great ball carrier always gives them good go forward, um. So yeah, uh, Glasgow are minus eight. I think this is undervalued. I think they will take uh, Connacht to the cleaners, um, up in Scotland over the weekend. So yeah, um, second pick is Glasgow minus eight. Then looking ahead to what is undoubtedly the main event of the weekend is the Wales versus England game in the Principality. Obviously, it's just a mouth-watering fixture with a lot of quality on both sides. Um, but looking at both of the teams, uh, Wales are at home. I think they've been... I think they're slightly undervalued. I think England, because they started off so powerfully against France and Ireland, and they looked... Re- like, don't get me wrong, they have looked very impressive. I just think Wales... At plus six at home is a bit disrespectful by the bookies i think they're more like a three or a four max in the principality and um, wales a bit of a chip on their shoulder as well after i remember last year or the last two years even um england england pipped them uh in twick i remember in twickenham last year there was that controversial call against anscombe with the downward pressure which uh, i i just had a look at it there again to jog the memory i thought it was the try they're very unlucky uh, not to get the call there um, and then the year before with the I remember Jonathan Davies in like the 77th minute cleared it and England ended up spreading it and Elliot Daly got over in the co- uh, got over in the corner to, they went on to win by four points uh, so they were very unlucky there uh, that accompanied with it being in Cardiff Wales are so good at home atmosphere there's no love lost I'll take Wales plus six you might even get them seven with William Hill if you have a look Um and now that's because uh, Will Hill are always a good bookie to bet with if you are going against the English because just with the amount of stores um, in England and a lot their main audience being England being English customers, uh, they often just get people punting for the English teams um, just out of like kind of speculation as uh, Jake Mackin said on the last po- podcast, just like, oh, lads going for a few points and just watching the game in the pub and be like, oh, I'll just throw a few quid on it. Uh, Throw a few quid on England, um, minus. So, yeah, it might be worth a look having um, shopping around for a better price there. 
California, Wales, um, plus six at home. Um, so that's the three I was looking at. Um, so far this weekend, we'll see how they go. Um, they're the main three. I'm gonna, I'm gonna tip. So we'll see how we get, get on with those three. Um, another side one I'd like t- to mention of is um, definitely worth a look at the twenties. Um. I know it's it's massive. Uh, it's a massive spread, but um, France minus twenty five uh, against Scotland. Um, Scotland have been poor. Um, in the opening two games, uh, they lost to Italy in the opening game. I know it's a very big Italian pack. Uh, I remember seeing them last year, and I know and I know a lot of them were underage, so um, they're not a ba- they're like they're not a bad side, but um, I just think France, uh, despite getting absolutely done by England uh, up front last week, they lost a few key players early on, and um, often seen seen with the French with their own international side last week. That when they go down early, the the heads can drop. Um, I think they'll be rejuvenated, and um, I just back the French at home. I think when they get going, the, the their twenties, they have a lot of players back from last year. Um, they won. The under twenties World Cup last year, uh, really rate their ten, uh, Carvinell as well. I think he is. I've said it a couple of times. I think he's good enough to be at the international stage with Antimac. Uh, they paired up nicely last year in the um twenties World Cup. They're kind of potent force the two of them together. Um, but yeah, I would do France minus twenty five. That's a little side bet. So just just a bit of a recap. Um, why not join me and see how I get on? Uh. Glasgow minus against Connacht, Munster minus against Ospreys, and finally Wales plus six at home to England. Thanks very much for listening to Lifting the Veil, and enjoy the rugby over the weekend.